In last week's episode of Quarantined, we gave you an in-depth look at the decision-making process for closing school, heard from students about their expectations and concerns about the online system, and learned about how one student, Tess Mendelssohn, structures her days. In this episode, we will revisit Tess and her schedule, check in with other students and teachers about their first week of online learning, and assess the state of the distance learning program. But first, let's get an update on the developing pandemic. Welcome back to Quarantined. As more tests are conducted, confirmed cases are continuing to rise. Supply chains are struggling to keep up demand for essential products like masks, ventilators, and household products. And late on Wednesday, March 25th, a bill to provide emergency funding for the crisis passed in the Senate. The House of Representatives will vote on Friday morning. Many states are continuing to ramp up preventative measures. The state of Maryland has closed all non-essential businesses and restaurants can only fill takeout or delivery orders. Gatherings of more than 10 people are currently illegal in Maryland and Virginia. DC has limited gatherings to 50 or fewer and has instituted similar measures in regards to restaurants and public places. On March 23rd, Virginia closed schools for the remainder of the semester, raising the question of whether DC and Maryland will follow suit. On March 23rd, CSJDS announced an extension of closure. The closure would have ended after Friday the 27th, but now the school will reopen when administration has been, quote, provided guidance that is safe to resume our usual routines and practices, end quote. Soon after, on March 25th, Maryland School Superintendent Karen Salmon announced that schools in Maryland will stay closed until at least April 24th. As preparation for the unknown state of when school will reopen, JDS has been taking feedback to adapt their online learning program. On March 22nd, JDS's principals hosted a school-wide Zoom call where they responded to parent questions and updated the community. In short, changes to the online system are coming. Now let's chat with Dean of Students Ross Landy about what these changes might entail. The counselors and I have gotten a lot of feedback from the students, and we have listened very carefully. So. Later this week, by Friday, we will be sending out a new schedule, which will be more aligned to your schedule, your school schedule. Okay, so it'll follow more like an ABC day. We are also going to be adding some synchronous learning. So once a week, each teacher will meet with you for 20 minutes to a half an hour face to face with the class. One of the things that parents have raised and kids have raised is that you're all lonesome. We're beginning to see that you're stuck in your houses, in your rooms, and you need more break time. You know, you need more time to relax because it can be overwhelming to not move around. At least at school, you go from class to class. You see people in the hall, you yeah. stop and chat, you know. So, you know, we, we didn't think of those things in the beginning. Once that is finished for a week, we will do another survey and we will hear from you all, I'm sure, and make tweaks. If this goes on for a very long time, we will have many iterations of the schedule, I'm sure. Last week, students had various expectations but had not yet experienced the online learning system. Now they have. How would you describe week one of distance learning and how has it lived up to your expectations? I haven't had that much work and I'm often bored a lot. It's been really stressful, but pretty nice to sleep late. I like how I can do the work when I want to and I can go at my my own pace. At the beginning of the week, I expected the workload to be the same amount as we get at school, but teachers ended up being more lenient, so we did not have as much. I tried to plan something out, but it didn't really work. But I think as the week has gone on, I've created this structure. It's been 
challenging, but it's been really relaxing at the same time. After all, this is the generation of technology and media. Students have been adjusting to their new routines accordingly, but the transition has also been difficult for teachers. Landy reminded us of the teachers who can sometimes be overlooked. I'm proud to be part of the faculty because they have embraced this distance learning. They are working above and beyond. Many of them have children at home and they are giving their all to making your lessons interesting and engaging so that you can continue to learn. The balance of teaching and being a parent has become a pressing issue for many JDS faculty. We spoke with Jewish History Department Chair Aaron Bregman, who is balancing teaching online and caring for a newborn child. You say hi, Simone. Hi, everyone. Yeah. I will say, first off, that if you are a single parent, I can't even fathom what it would be like right now to try to balance that. Fortunately, my wife at home, and we have a good work, home, babysitting, or daycare balance. A lot of my work or grading will be at night, and like I'll watch her during the day, and then she'll, you know, she'll do more of evening stuff when before she goes to bed. So it's really a very difficult balancing act. And I think many people are realizing the benefit or the, the difficulty of what it's like, whether homeschooling a toddler or like even like, you know, a, a, even you know, any elementary school, anything. I think parents are really starting to, you know, two weeks, I think they were ready to like, you know, accept it and move on. But after that, it's, it's, I have friends that are going, it's, it's getting a little maddening. So to me, it was kind of like being out sick for like a week. You know what I mean? Just like, like if I came down with a uh, flu or whatever and can't be at uh, work, like it was just like putting cl- like work online essentially. So, so I didn't really consider it to be a big deal. I'm really starting to now you know, have let set in. Most of my classes are very discussion based oriented. So obviously that plays a major role. So I feel sort of limited in what I can do. Like I can give long term projects, but I don't want to do that either unless like the project has a reason to be part of the curriculum. As of right now, I mean, everyone's been turning in their work as, you know, and doing what I hopefully would expect. But I have heard from other teachers that, you know, it's a little more challenging. A lot of different models are out there and I think you know no one really knows what the best one is until sort of the aftermath you can kind of judge it it's a strange world out there right now but I just think everyone is trying to keep their you know their hopes up and uh, just you know kind of just go day by day whether it's Tuesday Thursday or Saturday doesn't really seem to make a difference which day it is but you know we're doing the best we can with everything going on it definitely is a strange world for all of us right now or at least an unfamiliar one Last week, we talked with Junior Tess Mendelson about her plans to deal with the needed structure in her life. How was your first week? I've actually loved quarantine. I get to make my own schedule. I work out as often as I want, as little as I want. I can eat whenever I want. It's kind of the life. I get to do my homework from my room. I'm loving it. I think that the distance learning still has some kinks to work out, which is kind of expected because it's the first time we're doing it and the first time that JDS is experimenting with it. Teachers have been really great about being available for one-on-one calls, and I've also found office hours to be super helpful when I just need to see other people's faces and talk through lessons that we don't really get the chance to do anymore. I have been keeping up with doing all the things that need to be done each day, not necessarily in the same order. I definitely was worried about the mental effects of the isolation of quarantine, but I think four or five days in, once we started doing it for a while, it became a new normal for me. It's also not very different from what we were doing at school. I think the thing that we're 
missing is being around people all day and actually being able to just walk into a teacher's office or talk to a teacher. One of the things on Tess's schedule is to write me her journal every day. We got her to read some of her entries in the past week to show her progression through the days. 31320. I'm already bored. I don't know what I'm gonna do with all this free time. 3-20-20. I really just miss being surrounded by people. The world is going to come out better because of this illness. I see so much for our future. I see a peoplehood who appreciates the little things. A high five, a handshake, a hug. I see a peoplehood who realizes that they love the life they were living. 3-20-3-20. The world felt like it was ending yesterday. I've never felt a place so crowded yet so empty at the same time. The cherry blossoms are always the indicator of summer coming. A time for family friends and love. I decided to take a different route when running yesterday so I could see the cherry blossoms. I saw so many people there walking, biking, living, taking pictures. That was expected. That happens every year. Except instead of people embracing each other and enjoying the love and beauty of the scenery, they were six feet apart, avoiding each other. It really hit me when I saw this teenage girl taking a timer cam picture of her with the cherry blossom. Usually I would ask if she wanted me to take the photo for her, but I didn't. It made me really sad. 32420. This lifestyle has become more of a routine. When I wake up, it doesn't feel like I'm supposed to be somewhere else. I feel like I'm supposed to be at home. As this pandemic continues to develop, so will our community's response. There have been upsets and difficulties, and there will undoubtedly be more. However, we continue to look for hope in this hard time, and this crisis will eventually come to an end. Tess remains hopeful. I think that through this process, everyone's realizing all of the everyday life things that we took for granted. Whenever we get back to school, I think everyone's gonna have this new appreciation for the little things in life, like a high five or the toilet paper being stocked up a giant, or even just sitting around in the classroom surrounded by your friends. And I think that as horrible as the effects of the coronavirus are, the other effects that will come into play after we get out of quarantine will be very beautiful. Quarant is a project of the Lion's Tale, the Charles E. Smith Jewish Day School's independent student newspaper. This episode was written, edited, and produced by Addie Basson and Jonathan Morris. All music was provided by the YouTube Audio Library. Find out more at www.lionstale.org. Stay safe, and we'll see you next week.